Hello, and welcome to the Freaking Awesome, where we discuss the things we watch, listen, play, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, May 8th, 2023. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you can find them opening chess for shards in Apex Legends on their YouTube <laughs> channel, Date Night. Please welcome John and Audrey Abaya. Can you believe it, Ben? I got the shards, heirloom shards. I have two drumsticks for Lifeline. I'm all set. Let's play Apex Legend. This is, we're dropping down on the island of uh, World's Edge. Which player? <laughs> which player are you going to play, Ben? Doing like I think when time. I was watching your video, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I was like doing something, uh-huh. and then I looked up because you were so excited. You're like, "Oh my gosh!" And then uh, yeah. you and Audrey were just excited because, and I was like, "I don't even know what these are." <laughs> Uh, all right, either do I, but you know, yeah. very, very support you and all you yeah. do, John. And then John was like, "I'm gonna call Lennox in." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? Uh, was he ex- surprised? Yeah, I, I showed Lennox, and Lennox now wants to like try, but he didn't play all season too. I only played this season. Like I was like, "Oh, let me just play this one more season. Maybe I'll get the shards." It's been four years, and then I got it. So I was like, "And you I'm said back. they usually." appear after like within 500 openings so you did yeah, yeah. more than I, I felt like I you're opened guaranteed 500. one yeah, that, you're guaranteed you, 500. that's why you kept going right yeah basically. within the 500 you guaranteed one i think i had one within like 50 or 100 right? yeah i, remember. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i know like uh uh dakota a friend of the family <laughs> a friend <laughs> a friend <laughs> of the family this is if i say that yet yeah, i heard nephew, that nephew. he got it real soon too so i was like oh like only playing for like less than a year and he got yeah, it. Yeah, see? You just have to be a you have to be a kid at heart. That's why. I, you, I you're, guess I, you're too much of an adult at heart, mm-hmm. apparently. I don't know. Gross. I don't know if that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I installed that game and downloaded Redfall. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on your shards. Why does this sound like what what is poop again? Like what is that uh why am I is there a way to say chart? Poop? Chart. You chart. Chart it. Yeah. Like, you I fart think you're saying chart. Yeah. So you, so you think it. the word chart means fart? Chart. No, you I think, think any word just... with the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art. That's actually true. Art. Chart. Cart. 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 Anyway, <laughs> um, welcome to the show. We're going to discuss a couple of things this week, but our main discussion will be uh, adding to our freaking awesome list of 2023. Uh, but before that, we're going to have a weekly roundup. Uh, just a couple things we're going to talk about. I thought we were going to talk about a trailer. We will. Oh, we no. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leading <laughs> up to that. Yeah. John's been doing this for too long that he's like, you're not doing the right order. <laughs> you're patient now, John. You're like, Let's just talk about <laughs> weekly roundup. Uh, so weekly roundup, we're going to talk about a video game titled Redfall that John has been playing. I'm going to briefly talk about a book I've been reading since the King's Loss. Uh, oh. First of all, wait, is, this, oh. is, is this like how to deal with losing? Yeah, teams? yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. How to mourn. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. It's a novel by Gabrielle Zavine. Um, but before all of that, we have a trailer talk. This week's trailer talk is Dune Part 2. Have you ever had a dream about your friend? Don't try to imprison. You're brave, we all know that. Be simple. Be direct. That is a clip of Dune Dune Part 2. The Dune uh, co- the, the Dune. The Dune, yeah, Dune 2. Dune. 
Do you? Uh, I was trying to see if you could put the word the number two in the word Dune, but you can't really Doont. right. Dune, Dune. Okay, this is Dune. Uh, it's once again at helm is uh, co-written and directed by Denis Villeneuve, um, starring Timothée Timothée Chalamet. Timothée Chalamet. I was trying to do like a. French accent. I don't think I did a good is that, job. Is he French? Yeah, it's a French it, name. Oh. The e, the w, yeah. the but is he French or is just French? I think he is. I think I've heard oh. him say French words out of his mouth. Okay, anyone can say French words. <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if I've actually. I don't know if I've seen. I mean, I guess I did see the first Dune, so I have seen things. So it him, should be Dune, but I don't know. How he, <laughs> okay, there you go we'll uh name it dun dun this time um but yeah starring him and zaydea or zendaya i'm saying weird i know uh rebecca ferguson josh brolin uh and and not introducing but also starring for the sequel austin butler just coming off of his elvis um which is he is now bald in this one um and florence oh is that Pugh. who that is yeah oh, <laughs> oh i didn't even notice that until you said that it kind of uh, looks like a scars guard which i mean yeah. i know that the dad is you're right yeah so. yeah he kind of does look like a scars guard like, he looks like, like pennywise eyes. bald yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like pennywise bald. i think it's his eyes his eyes kind of has that uh pennywiseness you think he has elvis voice no, he he actually <laughs> retired it. He he literally like he I think he like mentioned it in the interview that he's going to retire. He you know, he was a method actor, so he had to do the voice. Oh, that would be funny though if he didn't do. It. Yeah, I think it would have been better. Yeah. Uh once again it's based on the book from Frank Herbert. I think we'd all watched part 1. They're yes, doing the yeah. whole like it thing where they release these part 1 which is half the book. And part two is the second half of the book. You mean book. the Breaking Dawn thing, Ben? Not the It thing. Oh, yeah, Breaking okay, Dawn. Okay. Or, Harry or a Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> or the original It. Well, that was a TV show. It wasn't too funny. Yeah, that's true. Wouldn't they be funny if they released like It with like the first movie would be the I and the second movie would That'd be, be cool. Like, a, like, like on the yeah. VHS, that's how you yeah, got yeah. it. You grab the I, actually, I grab that the would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we discuss, here's the plot synopsis. A boy becomes the messiah of the nomads on the desert planet that has giant worms that protect a commodity called spice. Um, do you guys remember any of this? <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember it, it sounds the giant so stupid. worms and then yeah. the word spice. And then I think the planet is called, uh, 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 what is it called? Uh, no, wait, don't tell me. It's named after like a iraq no, but not iraq <laughs> you're, right? you're so yeah. yeah you're close you're yeah close, yeah i think it's like a metaphor of the gulf war or something yeah, like that something yeah. like that something with like oil and not stuff really like because the, the move the book was created prior to the gulf war but yeah um it was made in the i think in the 70s like early 70s or something i mean the um, movie but, is like it felt like that yes basically. yeah yeah so what's your thoughts john i'll start with you uh i mean this is a just a like straight up teaser trailer and then um well, especially for you, since you didn't watch the first or the original Dune. Yeah, so I have no context. idea. You don't like, know what's especially happening Especially him writing it, I was like really surprised. Well, tell, tell us what you think will happen based on uh, that. I mean, it's it's about the story of Jesus, right? So he has <laughs> to die at one point, come back. God, I hope so. And then uh, they, I'm assuming they also have like a They'll Last Supper, kind of and then one of them will betray <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Timothy, you, you're close to the betrayal. And then, um, and then he comes back riding a worm. And then everyone believes in Beetlejuice him. Beetlejuice style. 
Song. You don't do stuff. <gasps> yeah. yeah. What if they do 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 do? I I can't do the song, but I the thing. Yeah, I don't know any of these. Like I'm assuming, uh, what's his name? Uh, Austin Butler is like the son of the other dude that was. He's in the nephew. The first He's film. a nephew. Oh, nephew. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know what. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Florence Perk. I have no idea. That's <laughs> like no, pew, 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 pew. You yeah. say, um, you say pew. her name like pew 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 like oh, a little pew, gun. Pew. Uh, yeah, I don't know what is she in. The, like, I can't even tell. She, I guess she's royalty in the thing. She is royalty. But, yep. Okay. Yeah. But I, 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 and then yeah, and then it seems like they're going to be a war or something, and then it, Timothy will be the savior, the Messiah, and uh, the end. Right. <laughs> he yeah. rides on the worm to the sunset with Zendaya holding their hand, and uh, that's it. <laughs> on the worms. Okay. <laughs> on the worm. They get married. It says gotten. Well, just, just married. married. <laughs> like, like a bunch of cans, cans still in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, if you're a listener who's an artist, please uh, create that and send it to. I our, mean, there's um, two on Twitter. this podcast. <laughs> yeah, TFA <laughs> like, now. Listen, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, how about you, Audrey? Which yeah, so wait, John, you didn't watch the first movie? No, I just so we I stopped it up to the part where like they had a machine that entered a. No, no, I watched the remake yes but the original one with uh the guy from twin peaks i yeah i stopped at the part where there's a a huge machine that entered a like a hallway or something i forgot like, that's still the beginning yeah it's like yeah, very, i may watch the first hour and that's it yeah and but Audrey, you watch both right? i i did yeah. I, yeah I can't remember why i watched it. i think it was during the time where john and i were on two different shifts I was just I, it was one of those kind of like a train wreck thing where I was like I got to see what happens next. What happens next. Not that it was <laughs> not that I was like invested or interested, but just the because it was the eighties, the original seventies. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. 80s. Yeah, it's one of um uh David what's his name Finch. Twin Finch? Peaks guy David Finch not David Finch Finch Lynch uh, Lynch David Lynch. Lynch's first movies. Yeah, so it's I, I like it for the aesthetic of the like the original one and things like that. The store I know it's a very like a uh, in high regards, a, a, a science fiction novel. Yes, I yeah. Think. Uh, I've never really read it. I, I if it's from what from watching the film and knowing like how yes that there are metaphors for war and this and this and that. Those aren't super things that interest me because usually the the story or the voice is from the same perspective and there's no real change that happens. Um, uh, it's you know what is that called the white savior. The- yeah, this, felt, yeah. And, this feels like it a lot, especially and, with Timothy. Yeah, yeah, and it's like Timothy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's how, actually he he says I think on the interview that's how you say his name is Timothy, like that. But not, I mean, we're not saying it with an accent. I think we just with a French yeah. accent. Um, I, I I'm just like not me personally in my life. I'm not into these type of uh, white savior types of film, especially since I've already seen it and it's it's not groundbreaking in any way or. Uh, any cool or visually spect- I feel like the 80s one is more visually spectating for its for what it is than like with the set design and the how do you say the costume design seems more iconic and more yeah, fun to I would do say than, so. th- yeah. than this one it's very like uh, I don't know not that I feel like this good. the new one took a bleaker yeah, uh, it looks like the, the, yeah. the visual style of what you see of today's sci-fi. Which I like, guess it's like, okay, yeah, you know, we're in the desert. We wouldn't have makeup or our hair wouldn't be <laughs> cool. But I mean, you know, whatever. But it, it, it's fine. We'll go. Is it is it two or three hours long? It probably will be. Yeah, uh, most likely. Um, I'm kind of excited just because I was I, I read the book until the point where it's the so beginning you did of halfway this. Too. Yeah, yeah, I did halfway. I was like, oh, you know, stop because the movie stopped. 
Um, mm. But I am in the same boat when it comes to like the white savior. Actually, the white savior um, um, conundrum complex. Thing. Yes, complex. What whatever you could say because it did get a lot of flack uh, because. Uh, Frank Herbert based a lot of this into like the Middle Eastern cultures, and a lot of people criticized mm. the film because there was not a lot of Middle Eastern people in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then the people of color are the enemies. It's kind of weird to me. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So that's like one of the criticisms, which I, I also stand for. But I'm interested just because it's a giant worm, and um, that's about it. I'm a, I'm a fan of all the actors too. So, plus, like, uh, I think I hinted in one of the, uh, the episodes where we talked about it, where the story after the book, after the first book, kind of gets like off the rails to the point where it's like, was Frank Herbert doing drugs as he was writing the the the, the sequels? Second half to this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, not the second half, but the sequels, as in like book wise, because this is still the first book, oh. uh, which is more tamed than like the series overall. Like I think I hinted that oh. the character. Timothy Chamelay uh, plays will turn into a worm later on in the series. So oh, yeah, so okay, sure. it gets off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's Dune coming out this summer. Um, I'll probably watch it just to see, but probably not going to watch in probably in chunks when it's HBO. Oh, not even HBO. It's on Max. Oh, yeah. Oh, does it stream yeah. the same time? Or no? Uh, I think no. I still no, think no. it's going to be like they, they're, hour, they're not doing that anymore. Uh, a month oh. afterwards, yeah, it takes yeah. like a no. month or so. Well, a month that's not bad. I'll, or I'll they, they have bad. to figure out how popular it is, and then they'll you know they'll either send it or keep it's not even summer. I'm sorry, it's November. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So Christmas by Christmas time, we'll have a uh, yeah a gift out of yeah. of a spice a gift, of a, a giant gift worm. of the magi, right? Gift of worm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does um, the spice come from the worms like they secrete yes you're you're correct oh is that yeah. what's happened oh yeah they uh some they extract it from the worms somehow well i, I guess like mm. silkworms right like we that's yeah. their butt stuff and we make stuff it's like highly valuable butt stuff uh, yeah. i like i think butt that's stuff. a that's yeah. a good way to put it <laughs> mm-hmm. right. um but yeah, they 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 call it the melange, melange. I think they're called, which is called the spice. Uh. The spice, <laughs> so nice. Um, speaking of worms, John, you uh, played something. Um, oh yeah, uh, on uh, this weekly roundup. <laughs> yeehaw! Is that you do it that way, where like, you're wait, the what? one that starts to like you'll say do the yeehaw? Week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We we could do that. Uh, yeah, I played a game that has won the worst reviewed <laughs> scores Whoa. in okay. the last week. Um, oh, really? Yes, being it's whew, a lot of people hate this game. I've seen, I've listened to numerous podcasts oh, wow. where uh, is uh, I'll, I'll I'll speak on that. Uh, I've never really played a game from uh, the publishers Bethesda Software, but it's developed by Arcane uh, Austin. Arcane is known for dishonored and prey i think you played prey Ben, right yes yeah yeah so it's i like the game yeah it's 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 a game like those type of games are i forgot the term they use but it's a game where you can like you could do anything and you to accomplish this one mission you could do type of you could do like a stealth mission it's it's a mission but you can do it in your own way like if you you don't have to go gun blazing you could do like a stealth way and stuff like that so uh i saw the trailer for this like a long time ago and i thought it's going to be like that but also it has multiplayer i'm playing this game as solo no multiplayer just by myself as a vampire hunter Mm. uh it is 
on an island called Niven Island. It's a town called Redfall that's near the coast. I don't know which coast is it, but it's a bunch of vampires <laughs> take over this town and then they build this water wall on the ocean so no one can get out. And then <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know how it happened, but it seems like umbrella style of like the virus thing that made everyone to vampire but there's also like boss vampires and stuff there's a story i don't know the actual story because i'm only two hours in it uh and then everyone doesn't like the game because (laughs) what i can tell from all the podcasts it's a open world game with nothing inside it oh and then there's really nothing inside it like you like encounter mind, like, like minecraft no like no no like because if you you, you see me play like zelda and so like, there's like the, the the scenery looks nice right it's an open world you see things mm. you see animals you, you can do you can stuff. hit a tree you hit a tree you get stuff there's enemies everywhere uh-huh. this game there, there's little to no enemies most of the time in these and in the area is not that big uh i can maybe go through the whole island or the whole land area within maybe like three or four hours and that's it like i'm done with the whole area just just look at just to look at Mm -hmm. uh there are various groups of people trying to kill me that are not the vampires they're like cultists military all these different people um but yeah it's not like a game if you're looking for that type of game where you're like finding different camps of people and you're trying to figure out how can i take them down it's not that type of game. Oh, no. uh, it's, Why did it's, you want me to play this again? I no, I wanted someone to play with me. Oh, uh, okay. To, uh, be, it's a four-player game. I'm only playing by myself. I just want to see how it is if we play together. If the missions are different, so I am doing like the main mission right now, and I don't. I can't tell if you guys. Or I can't tell. I, I don't know if You're you guys in Massachusetts. Can tell. It says. Okay. Yeah. I. I like I said. I'm not 100 percent sure where everything was because they don't really say it. They just said like Redfall. I guess it's an island town too. And they said that the failed okay. science center. Yeah. That's where the Resident Evil. I, okay. I don't need to know the whole story. Well, what, what <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're going to tell me the whole story by just reading the Wikipedia page. I, well, it's like four sentences. <laughs> no, no. I know, but you're gonna say like, oh, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's, well, because uh, you had questions and. Oh no, no, no. Well, to... yeah, but the questions is I'll, I'll find out in the game. Um, <laughs> You're spoiled that you were going to find out you're in Massachusetts. No, 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 that that stuff. But it, I could tell you're reading it. You, mm-hmm. you get to the part where like, oh, it's created by this person or like that. Oh, that's the, a spoiler? Yeah. Uh, and I really don't know. That's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I do. I am going to continue to play in it. But what was that like train of thought? I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, you want other people you think... so you can see mistakes. Oh, yeah. Because I want to see yeah, if yeah. the missions are a little bit different. So the game is... I'm playing this on easy. I play most games on easy. I don't really care about the difficulty. I'm a bad gamer. I don't care. Uh, I just want to play it just to get through the story part of it. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it by just like sitting back. And it's like, it's it's weird. It feels like a relaxing game where there's no stakes, really. You get it? Stakes. Uh, killing <laughs> these vampires. Uh, I do have a stake. All my guns have stakes. Oh, that's cool. uh, for some reason, all my guns are really good guns. So it's it's pretty fun to play. Just like going in killing all these vampires so the way you you shoot the vampires they glow a little bit and tells you you have to go do a melee with the stake and you shove it to the oh. heart and they disappear and you collect their little powder oh <laughs> uh, they turn to powder they turn into ash and you collect them i don't know why i don't know uh but then yeah then they, there's all these other cultists people that just regular human you just kill one headshot they're dead <laughs> that's it but they're I, always I, I can see how this wouldn't be for us. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but they're just mumbling about the Hollow Man will rise again and stuff like that. I have no idea what they're talking about. Oh. Uh, but I'm finding myself <laughs> enjoying it by it's like a meditation state. Like it's just like, oh, I'm just going to play this for this. Like there's no real stake to it. I'm not like worried like when I play Resident Evil, I don't know what to do. After that, there's no real puzzles. All of it, it's like, take this. Uh, can you find me this? Can you find me that? And you bring it to your little uh, group of people that's in the safe house. And then they they start building the community. Like recently, I got a popcorn maker for them. I went to a movie theater Aww. that's overrun by zo- uh, uh, not zombies from vampires. I killed the heads vampire that's in there. I freed four people. Was, and, the, head, huh? was the head like a person that worked at the theater? I don't know. He had shields. Yeah, yeah. How's it? Were they an usher? Were they an usher? No, no, no. So that, that's the thing. That's why I said like, the thing yeah. is so empty that there's no nothing like that. There's nothing like uh, environmental storytelling in the sense of like, yeah, I, you would see like ushers dead, right? There's nothing like that. There's people dead in there, but no one's like wearing an usher uniform. They're all just wearing these like default Like outfits. usher as in like the singer or... Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happy Easter. He's doing I think his confessions everywhere. Happy <laughs> <Yes>. Easter. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, there. Like, you know, like that. You you, you think you'll see like different pro- uh, professions from or am I say that right? Professions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A job. Yeah. A job. <laughs> no, no. Professions. Uh, a job. A job. Uh, yeah, jobs work? around like you. Work? Yeah, you work people where you see them in the uniform. You know, like police officer, uh, a male person, and. Uh, ice cream scooper. I don't know what they're called. Uh, ice cream <laughs> person. person? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you don't see those people. They're, everyone's just wearing regular clothes and they're dead <laughs> on the ground with blood trails everywhere. Um, but yeah, I still like it. I'm going to st- start. I- I'm still playing it. You guys, it's free. If you have Game Pass, go play it. It's the, like I said, it's the, it's like a uh, like if you have nothing to do and you have waiting for Zelda that's coming out next week and you're done with Resident Evil 4, go play Redfall right now. I don't care <laughs> what, you, what you play. When they when you say they're vampires, like it bites your neck or they bite your neck. I got bit once. I didn't turn into a vampire. They just bit me. I don't know what's happened. Oh. I don't know. So that's another thing too. I forgot to tell you there's four different players that you can play as different heroes. Each one of them have superpowers. I don't know how they got the superpowers. My person can build a uh, umbrella. Uh, Anybody that, can build an umbrella. No, sorry. Like a umbrella. Uh, what do you call it? Like uh, not telekinesis. The thing where you can like build shapes out of stuff. Like this person uh-huh. can it's 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 a power like a mutant power where you can build shapes. Oh, I know what you're oh, talking shapes. about. Yeah, it's it's like like almost like the Green Lantern uh, ring. Like where, sh- not shape shift from. No, but it's say. like Green Lantern with the, his ring. He can build like objects out of it, similar to this power. Like Miss Marvel. No, that's that's a new thing in the MCU. Yes, in the MCU, Miss Marvel does that now with her ring. I guess bracelet. <laughs> I just realized that's like what the thing is. But I play as Layla. She can build stuff with her power. There's a guy that cloaks, another one that's green, another one that's yellow. <laughs> they're, they're all that's like color power. coordinated, kind of. Because my person's purple, so I actually don't know what the other four, uh, other two people do. But... Is it psychokinesis? No, it's not psychokinesis. I don't know what you call that power. Like I really don't know. I, I was about to say telelicus, but it's not telelicus. Telelicus. Telekinesis. Telekinesis. Telelicus is a Greek god, actually, or a Teletubby. Uh, Teletubby. That's one of Teletubby's Tubby names. Tubby. Uh, but yeah, play Redfall, everyone. It's on Game Pass. If you have that, just play it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I want to read this before uh, I leave. Yeah. Uh, I was at, I was I was on a Discord with my friends, and I was asking them if someone could play 
if anyone wants to play a co-op in the silly game of an empty open world with some vampires and then no one, only one person robert shout out to robert only replied if i had game pass i would otherwise not what i would want to spend my money on uh uh moji burning trash Dump, dumpster, <laughs> dumpster, dumpster trash. fire dumpster fire uh, and I just said, I just want to kill vampires and cultists with someone. And that's it. And then Robert said, ain't no shame in that. And no one wants to play still. Uh, but yeah, Will that's Robert a- be listening to this? Like, does, uh, I don't think Robert so. I don't think he listens to our podcast. If he does, if you're listening to this, Robert, and you're out this part, go to Audrey and say, hey, I just listened to your podcast. And then I don't I'll think know. he listens to podcasts. Yeah, me too. I don't <laughs> think so too. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> Uh, we'll see yeah, we'll see that's redfall on game pass go ahead try it kill I'll some probably vampires play, play a couple of games with you if you want okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah let's do yeah. that <laughs> I, I there's a good person there that can cloak themselves i've seen videos of people play well not videos but i heard people say like that's the person you should play because vampires can't find you because you're you have a cloak like harry potter oh, okay. and then they oh. can't see you <laughs> And you can just shoot them right away. <laughs> Alrighty, that sounds fun. I yeah, guess you could say. <laughs> um, oh, related to your uh, your weekly round because mine actually is about video games. Um, I thought you were about vampires. <laughs> so yeah, like, no, cool. video games. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think there's vampires in the video games they make, but I've been reading a book called uh, titled "Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow" by Gabrielle's. Zavin, uh, or Zevin, not Zevin, Zevin. It's a coming coming of age story. Uh, it's spanning three decades with like multiple locations, and uh, sometimes, or no, most of the time, it's non chronological uh, story to- storytelling. So, uh, I think in the beginning of the story, you take uh, it takes place when these two characters, uh, Sandy Green and Sam uh, Munjor, who are good friends where they rekindle friendship after many years since they were young uh, and then they they uh, work together for uh, they like become partners creative partners for a video game called Ichigo um i think you two will really like this book uh because it talks about one thing it talks about video games a lot but it's also oh, yeah. <laughs> old school video games not like I think it spans from like the 80s to the early 2000s. Oh. Um, so like there's like a lot of like the first video game they throw at you is Oregon Trail. Ooh, um, and there's some video games they hint or they they talk about, but it has a different title. I don't know if it has to do with I don't think it has to do with right. I think she's just trying to be creative with it. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so both Sandy and Sam, they become like creative partners and they create a the game Ichigo, which is an independent game they created with their friend Marks, who is mostly the producer of the game. And then that's what the like main story is about. It's like I don't really want to expand beyond that description because I'm just like halfway through the book right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure like I'll probably put this on like the list later on. But uh, oh. but there's a lot of layers of this. Like uh overall it's pretty amazing. I think Gabrielle Zavine's writing is like immersive like basically every chapter sort of ends with like a surprise reveal and and the way it's told because it's non-chronological order there's like hints of like a like one of the characters sam in the beginning you get this you you there's an idea that he is like has a disability but you don't know why and then later on you find out why and it kind of like 
all the pieces put together is like, oh, okay, this makes a lot more sense. Why? So they like they do these like small little back and forths of time, and then uh, it's kind of cool to see uh, because it reminds me of a video game. Basically, mm, <laughs> um, cool. yeah, it, it explores more than just their love for each other, Sam uh, and Sandy, and then their love is not necessarily like they're not lovers. They're like they have this um, mutual. I want. I want. I don't want to say unconventional love, but the way that the author describes it, it's like their love is for their minds and not their bodies. Like they really love each other's like geniuses, genius minds. I guess you could say. Are they? Is it like based on ship? Like they have a strong relationship, or is it like they are like uh like asexual? Like where they don't like they're not interested in that way, but they're like bonded. Are they partners in that sense, or do they have other partners? They do have other partners. And, but they, uh, it's just they, you found somebody you really connect with that. Yes. Yeah. On, on a different, on a, just a different subject. Yes. Yes. Like the way she approached this while writing it, she, I was listening to interviews where she always sees a lot of novels based on like, you know, finding your partner, your like your life partner, but she wants to create it. She wanted to create something like, what if your life partner is just a really you know best your best friend but helps you create stuff and and then while you're still having like you know your lover on the side or whatever but this is the person that like motivates you and stimulates your mind and everything but they're just friends still um uh, with that said like they do argue they do there's like a fallout at one point where they don't Mm -hmm. talk to each other and then that's just like one part of the book because a lot of it explores not only by like their love, but uh, explores like loss. Like uh, both of them dealt with loss, trauma. Um, they both define what they think is success and failure. Like, and then uh, about identity, because I think both of them are still finding themselves, whether it's sexually or what they perceive themselves in the society. Because yeah. like uh, Sam, he's like mixed. He's uh, Korean and Jewish. Uh, I think there's like a quote where he said something where although he is two halves, he doesn't feel a whole of something. Um, ah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was like, oh, that's an interesting uh, way to look at it. Um, I kind of feel that way, like about my own like identity about things of like, because I feel like maybe this is an assumption for you guys. You are, for lack of a better word, full Filipino. You're not mixed with her. Yeah. You immigrated here. So you have a connection. But for me, like. I mostly identify with Mexican, but I mix with a lot of other things, but I'm also like a third generation. So it just feels weird to go, I'm American, you know, but I don't have anything to like, how do I connect? How do I, I don't feel like to me, you guys feel whole, like you're all this. I'm used. I'm so many different bits. It doesn't feel like it's enough. Oh, that makes sense. Especially like coming from just reading this book. Like I, I feel like I have a baseline understanding of how people feel when it, comes to that like trying to find them themselves mm-hmm. in this world <laughs> and when, mm-hmm. when it comes to like which part of you do you de- identify the most yeah because then there's like a little bit here where when they were making the game because it's called uh, ichigo which is japanese and then like, a reporter asks sam like you're you know you're korean why you're appropriating like japanese culture to a game and he he gives like a really great answer i won't spoil the answer but it made me think about like how do we define like appropriation in some cases like uh i think his answer was really well thought of um i don't want to yeah go into it because i think it's like a really great part of the book where he talks about that um but overall like it also boils down 
to like does a person is defined with their achievements or like in the book i think they're trying to say that you're also defined with your messiness your flaws as well like Mm -hmm. that that's all of that defines you as who you are not just because you achieve the game or whatever Mm -hmm. uh and it explores that a lot like they they're both messy people they've been both in messy relationships with their uh you know with their partners or with their parents or anything like that where uh so it's like really explores all that and i've when Gabrielle, I read the interview because she used to do like a couple like young adult books. Uh, I think this is her TED book, but then I think a lot of people define her as a young adult writer and she didn't like that because she felt ah. like everything she writes is through the lens of an adult still. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I really highly recommend it. I, uh, I'm only halfway done with it, but uh i feel like this is like an incredible story right now like this is one of the more um engaging books i've read uh um recently uh, where i was like really like each page i'm like turning and everything and then it's a weird order yes. too like cause, that's how you read each page yeah I know, in each page. <laughs> uh, the part i'm in is actually the way she breaks it up in parts in her book mm-hmm. so like part one has like four chapters part two has like four chapters the part i'm in is actually she breaks it down like a album so there's like oh. a side a and side b side and then they're going uh, Sam is like side A and um, Sandy is side B and she's like going back and forth with it. And I was like, that was a kind of interesting way she's doing this. Like, um, Because usually side A's are like the ones people listen the most and when it comes to like oh, your yeah, hits. Yeah. yeah. B is considered the not good or the trash bit. Yes. Something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you also love like uh, I think she referenced a lot of different authors here. One of the people she like admires is uh, Emily Dickinson. And then mm. it's funny because in the book, uh, Sandy, one of her first games is a reference to Math Blasters. Do you guys remember that? Where you to like type in. That feels familiar. You type in like, well, you'll see like four plus four going down the screen and you have to type in number eight. Before oh, yes. It goes down. Yes. This is like the typewriting game too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yes. So in the ga- in the book, she creates a game called Emily Blaster, where you have to finish Emily Dickinson's quotes or poems. Oh, that yeah. seems uh, hard. Before it goes down, uh, but there is a game live right now where you could play that game online on uh, the author's Wait, webpage. What is it called? Uh, Emily Blaster. It's really that sounds, difficult. That sounds weird. If I type yeah. that in, safe safe search on. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's kind of cool. Oh, it's very I see retro. It. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. very retro. It's very tough. You need to know a lot hey, about Hey, everyone, Emily welcome Dickinson. to Day Night. We're playing Emily Bass Blasters. Blaster. The kids are asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we play games. <laughs> Click the But play. yeah, I love that there's a companion game with it. Um, one of the other games that I'm going to really describe, and it's it's actually a reference to an other game. I forgot what she taught said but there's a game she creates where you play this person who is basically compliant to a certain uh deed you have to do that's repetitive oh. and then and then you come to find out the deed you're doing was that you're helping the nazi what what is that but they won't say what the deeds are like they don't say who you're working for and then based like, in the book they it describes it better, but um, is that I Murphy? Thought that, was, that doesn't sound like Murphy. That is Murphy. That is Murphy. She's so wait. So when we go. say D's, we're not talking about like oh, you have to wash these uniforms. It's something like go, that. Yeah, it's really. Like it's, that. it's like yeah. that. It's like yeah. benign, right? Yeah, yeah. You said yeah, it yeah feels benign, really benign. Benign. Yeah. Okay. 
but yeah i recommend the book to you both especially both of you because they also talk about i think it was a john holt and catch fire mm-hmm. the is that the show. one about computer games though, yeah right? yeah 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 it kind of g- gets towards it because you also learn about like how development is and also like one of the themes is like how sexist this industry is yes yeah and then, um like in one of the things is like Sandy Green is basically the the brains of the operation, but Sam and Marks because they're men they get a lot of the credit. Yeah, um, this is that. actually a reflection of the author because she told a story in the interview where she she wrote like this book, one of her first books, and it got like you know it had praises. She said, uh, but when the audio book was read by a man, the audio book got a lot more praises. <laughs> Mm. because it was read by a man yeah Yeah. um and then she told she said that uh in the interview she wants book critics to challenge themselves when you describe a woman's work a a woman's a book or their novel try not to say lovely because a lot i guess like people Ah. always say lovely about women's books mostly <laughs> like this book is lovely or something oh like that's that. true yeah yeah <laughs> they don't think... they don't tend to use that word for men that's why um and she got she got annoyed by that <laughs> um but yeah it's a it's an interesting it's like a and then i think she's making it into a movie but i feel like this is better for like a mini series because I, I can't see how oh. like each literally each chapter or part is like one time frame and then i don't know how you could do that with like a movie that's an with, hour and a half. With TV, you feel like you get a whole lot more. Yes, juiciness. yeah. Especially a lot of like, there's a lot of tragic and trauma that goes. I didn't. That's the thing is like, uh, there's like a little bit of like a trigger warning in the book because they do talk about and not sex, not necessarily sexual assault, but um, one of the characters. I don't know how you ex- actually explain it. There's it has that. It talks about like uh, power dynamics where one of the characters mm-hmm. get. Um, manipulated by a man mm-hmm. um, but they don't say if it's sexual so because she says in the books it's consensual but sometimes she doesn't like it it's just the character speaking like when she talks to another character but i'm pretty I sure think, it's I not think that's just a, a relationship that's yes a yeah, lot. Yeah. it doesn't it doesn't necessarily like how you said it because it, that's a problem with a lot of women not a problem with women but because sometimes it's consensual and sometimes it's not that the woman feels like that. Well, I can't say the other time I said it was okay, but now that's I exactly like how the character that. is. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but so, so, and there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of trauma in here too. Like, because uh, both characters go through some sort of loss, and uh, so it's like one of those things where it's like overwhelming sometimes. Where you you would take mm. a break and be like, okay, that's it for that chapter. Let's take like a, a day break and everything. I think I that's know, why it's yeah. taking me slow because it does like overwhelm you. Like, okay, this character is going through a lot right now. So I need a rest too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I recommend it tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. It's basically the title is reference. It de- uh, de- derives from a uh, William Shakespeare um, uh, soliloquy from Macbeth. Mm. That also has a meaning, but I won't spoil it. Uh, but yeah, that is Weekly Roundup. Uh, you could get that anywhere, your local library or um, bookstore, I guess. Uh, moving on to the main discussion. Oh, yeah, we don't have a theme song for main discussion. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start with Audrey. You've actually been watching something uh, that actually I'm interested not yet. in. Because... Not yet. Not yet. I want to. Oh, okay. You haven't started it. Oh, wait. Um, so is it? Oh, yeah. Go on. Yeah. No, no, no. It's I've. 
so she, she already knows it's going to be on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what I discovered, so I listen, guess what, guys, to podcasts. So <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite podcasts is uh, Why Why Won't You Date Me uh, with Nicole Byer. Um, it's, it's kind of like a dating podcast or a love podcast, but people go on there, you know, when people are um, movie stars or whoever, like when they have something to promote, you know, they'll make the round, like now it's like a thing, right. To go to podcasts, you know, you know, there's not a lot of nighttime shows or whatever mm-hmm. talk shows. You- Especially now with the writer strike. Yeah. So you go to podcasts, <laughs> you go to YouTube channels or, you know, or something like that. So, um, the guest on hers this week that just came out was John Leguizamo. And uh, I'm a really big fan of his. I've always enjoyed him um, ever from uh, the the Super Mario Brothers, uh, The Pest. uh, Have you watched his television show, the John Leguizamo I don't know if I have. I felt like I've seen The one on Fox? Yeah, I've seen stuff. And I just don't know if I'm confusing it with with The Pest or like I watched some episodes. It's kind of hard. It sort of has that The Pest. Yeah, it has that That's that's why I can't tell if I really have or if I haven't. Um, but, uh, that episode was actually really good. He had some really good advice on there too, but, uh, he's promoting uh, a new show that's come out. Uh, it's two episodes in so far. It's a six part, uh, docuseries on MSNBC or NBC. I don't know which one. I, I think they're all the same. I think, um, but it's <laughs> I think so. kind of, uh, but it's called, uh, Leguizamo does America. Um, he's basically going to six places in America. He goes to California, Chicago, or he goes to LA, Chicago, New York City, Miami, and Puerto Rico. Um, basically exploring um, Latin Latinx culture in in this country and the influences and things like that. It's it has food, it has dance, it has history and politics and things like that. Um, the, I think the first, the first, epi- first two episodes, it has George Lopez and, uh, John's very Mexico Pena oh, yeah. in it. Um, <laughs> apparently, uh, in Chicago, it has, Chicago is the second largest Mexican population of any U S city. What? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Did not know that too. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Maybe um, that's why I was going to tell job, you, maybe, that's yeah, why they're telling they you go to get the, the Mexican food yeah. there. Um, <laughs> but, uh. It's kind of nice. I haven't really seen recently any uh, uh, Latin-based um, shows sort of thing. And that's something I'm always interested in. It always kind of fuels the fire and just to kind of see the things and go, oh, I kind of remember these things, you know, from when I was young or seeing things like that. Um, uh, he talks about uh, – I'm really interested in what he has to say with the politics and his activism with it um, just because, you know, he was he was kind of – he came up in a time when in film or entertainment, if you were Latin, the only jobs you got were drug dealer number one, drug dealer number two, you know, drug dealer number three kind of thing. Um, it took him a long time to get any starring role. And I think the first one, was it? I think As it was like lead, his biggest one. Like, like a lead role kind of. Oh, uh-huh. Um, and uh, he told an interesting story on um, on Why Won't You Date Me where uh, – in Moulin Rouge, I haven't seen that movie, but he's that's a good movie. I know, I know, I really should watch it. Uh, ever still watch Elvis? I guess that's a Baz Luhrmann too. I mean, yeah, if you can stand Elvis, <laughs> I think Elvis. Uh, Moulin Rouge is a much ver- better version of that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I guess the character that he was gonna play in there was the unconscious something Latin person or something like that. That's a role that. Oh, Baz, I didn't know that. Yeah, like that Baz <laughs> what? offered him, but he wanted to play the other role, which is the role that he's playing that he plays in that movie. But it was um, given to Rowan Atkinson, isn't that Mr. Bean? Or something? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he had a. He was. He was forced to do like a four hour like uh, audition in order to prove that he could do it. And he was like the British accent and all these like that. And it was kind of weird how like I thought it was interesting. That he had to do all this kind of who sort of thing. Mm. But if it was a, a, a white that he would have got five offers and all these yeah. things. Sort of thing. um, and the only and he's uh, he was actually been pitching this show for six years. No one picked it up. The only reason why I got picked up now is because uh, the executives are an executive in NBC. There is um, uh, a Latin gentleman. I forget his name, but it's also I think uh, Rashida Jones, I think, is an executive. Oh, okay. So I think she uh, helped get it spearheaded sort of thing. Um, They're saying how a lot of times for shows or the problem uh, with getting shows pitched is because you're doing it to executives. And so you're trying to base it off of their... So it's really yeah. hard. So the only way we, you know, we could get our types of shows on there is if we have uh, people in executive jobs who are like us, who get the the vision like that. So you know, it took this long for this show to get on because they, we basically had to wait for a Latinx to be in the position of power, sort of thing. So I just thought it was interesting to you know to do that. But I like I like travel shows. I like especially when there's food and you see the people and it seems like they're gonna. Um, it's very like you know you walk on the street and you get to see the life and you know mm-hmm. it's all fun. But then you see the sad stories and stuff too. And I'm I don't I'm not looking forward to that part. But uh, I don't know if there is. But I think it's fun to see. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to these different places and there'll be famous Latin people there that kind of help um, guide them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. Which is, I like those type of shows. Um, so this one uh, is something that I think will be uh, like a really good, a really good fun to watch. Sort of. Thing. All, all I can think of him is the character in the menu and he's like pitching it to his agent, the similar. And kind of. This. I think that might be kind of a little bit of it. Or you could. But he's also not the bad person in the menu. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not the worst, I guess. Say. Um, uh, yeah, Luigi was his breakout role. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. So. Oh, know. is it? Is Luigi? It's on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been it, in it, other it's movies. His, like, his leading, yeah, yeah. That's his breakout role. role that put him on the map. That's he's true. After yeah, that, he got like, Romeo Juliet, Spawn, Land of the Dead, The Pest, yeah, all these know. different ones. Yeah, I think Carlitos. Oh, Tu Wang Fu like is the other one. Tu Wang Fu. Thanks for everything, Julian Dumar. That's an underrated. I don't know if it's underrated, but I feel like not a lot of people talk about it. It's a very well in the LGBTQ. He was he was talking about that how like he didn't know that he would be an icon, but he. But he also agrees that today you can't make that movie unless you have. Well, you can't have three cis straight, cis yeah. straight yes, uh, yeah. men do it. You would have. He's like, no, you would have. You can't do it now. You would have. You need real drag queens. And he agrees on that. Like yeah. uh, he's not like you know. Ugh, you can't do it now because it's woke. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you Probably should can't have do Spawn right now. No, I don't know. <laughs> you still make a good uh, clown. Yeah. Did he? Was he in that suit? Did he have like? Yeah, yes, he had. I don't know about squatting, but it was like he said he had like they created a chair for him. Yes, yeah, yeah. He barely moved though. (laughs) There were times where he's like, "Eh, eh," like that. I think his like the most difficult costume he's ever been in is uh 
Sid from Ice Age. Yeah, that's really hard. The eyes <laughs> they put make his eyes go all, all the way to the yeah. side. People don't know that that's not CG. That's not computer animated. That's no, 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 people no. in costumes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's digitally. Ray like, Romano was what's Ray Romano's the character? Man, the Batman, the Man, Woolly yeah, Mammoth. Yeah, and then, uh, it took uh, five people to do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, and he was the butt. He wasn't even oh, a face. Oh, God, who's the same with you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dennis Leary? Dennis Leary, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fun that we can pull those names out of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. The young uh, Tom Holland was the acorn. That oh, yes, squirrel. that's true. His what? acting was horrible. Yeah, Tom Holland was actually a baby when he was in that acorn. Oh, no. oh okay. <laughs> Wait, Jack Black is in this film? What the hell? In Ice Age? Who does he play in Ice Age? Let's take a- Probably the... I don't know. I actually don't know. Does he play the baby? Sabretooth no. is Dennis Leary. That's all I remember. That's what Audrey said. Yeah. And yeah. who's Goran? Uh, I can't say this is last name. <laughs> there's there's so many like lines in this name. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. Ice Age, everyone. I'm looking forward to watching the, John Leguizamo. Um, yeah, John Leguizamo. It, it reminds me. I, have you ever watched? I think it's on YouTube. He has like a one-man show. Mm-hmm. He mentions uh, that. Like Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder if that... That's a lot of those ideas come from making yeah, this show. Yeah, yeah, they are. I like which I like. I like, I, I like yeah. that one bench. Um, but that is uh, that's all. No, that's two episodes in already, right? You said two, yeah, yeah. Cool. I think you, Peacock maybe is. That yeah, I was going to ask. Like, is it in a streaming service? Because I, I don't think, think I, it's Peacock. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Because I, if you go on the websites, there's like MSNBC, NBC, and I'm like, are you guys all this? <laughs> it's like FX and FX. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> Just because it's two X's, I can't watch it on TV. Um, John, how about you? Did you watch anything that's difficult to find? Wait, this is part of, part of the list? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no, no. I'm adding uh, a film that came out earlier this year that we all watched. I I liked a lot. You saw uh, it twice. I'll, I'll give you guys so nice. a, a clue. What is it? <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, that, so that, the... that is so stupid. Uh, Home Alone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh time six. I'm talking about Scream Six. It came out uh slashing Manhattan with the knife of uh the killer. I don't know. Uh yeah, I add that to the list. It's one of my favorite horror films this year. Uh everyone, people in there too. Yep. It has great to cast. Uh the core four, best team in horror right now. Mm-hmm. Can't kill them. Maybe some of them, but you know what I mean. Uh, and I'm looking forward to if they make a Scream Seven. Have they? Is are they are there in talks? Is no, talks? they haven't really said anything about it. But more likely, they would. I don't. I actually don't even know how would you even end this, like this trilogy here or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I just had a lot of fun watching Scream Seven or Six. <laughs> um, yeah, especially the third act. I just had a lot of fun. It it, it was goofy at times, but it's also like. That's why I go for for Scream, and mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, I watch it twice. That's how much I liked it. Um, I would watch it again if it came on cable again, just to see. I would I would watch all six of them again if I only had a podcast to do that with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, I had Scream Six. I, I think everyone should watch that. It has a good fun plot, and then uh, the third act is fun. Are you okay with? be or what was play skill well like where somebody would it's kill. a very beginning is one of my favorite ones. Oh yes that's true he just I comes like out that. nowhere and it's it's very reminiscent of like jason and all that stuff mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. it comes out nowhere kind of of certain characters i'm, I'm upset true. in our i, I guess in our our demographic or whatever that we 
couldn't get them. Oh, yeah, you have to order that. I, I would have got that in August. Yeah, <laughs> way before it was even yeah. here. Right after the movie. It's, yeah. Uh, it's just weird. It's a weird way to promote that. Like, why why can't you just sell it in the movie theater yeah, and not the theater. do all that? The stupid Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing, too. So they're going to have this screen board game that's coming out later this year. Oh, cool. Uh, looking forward to get that. It's only like 20 bucks, and I think it's going to be sold in Target. I saw. Do you get a knife? <laughs> and a mask. Screams. Oh, no, that, what is it, that voice modulator? It's one of those mafia games, too. So it's not like. Oh. Uh, it's Funko like, Games are the ones who made it, too. So is mafia oh. like. Who? No, Mafia is like someone's a killer and you have to guess who is it on your oh, like isn't the thing. No, no, in the clue, or no, you, you have to find guess out who is yeah, the killer, the killer and yeah. it's not one of you or it no, could no. be you. There is a knife. Oh, it's... there is a knife. I guess the yeah, when you and there's Ghostface <gasps> person. Oh. Uh it doesn't say when this comes out. It just says like you can order it on Amazon, but Is the... it a kick or no? No, it's on Let me see. Oh, Funko, I see what. You're... Yeah, there's no real date, so it's kind of weird that they're trying to sell this right now. Oh, yeah. Well, this always changes. So right now it says July 19th. I seen this say May 5th one time. And then it, it changes. This item will be released on July 18th. Oh, now it's okay. This this is this wasn't here before. They weren't oh. like sure before. It was like always changing. Every time I came back here, mm-hmm. it said April, then May, then March. I was like, what's that? Not March, uh, June. So I was like, when is it coming out? Like that. I guess it is. Pre-order now. <laughs> it's in the cart. But yeah. Scream cool. Six um yeah we i uh, can't wait we should do a live version of that screen game mm-hmm. yep yeah we, we can we kill somebody for yeah wait, that kind of live oh i could do yep, that yep, oh, yeah. yep i'm the killer <laughs> um billy's mother oh wait sorry <laughs> wait what what billy's mother oh did i tell you that i watched I, i've been watching it backwards so like the what? next movie i watched was uh scream four like I watched Scream oh, Five. Oh yeah, yeah. Scream Four. That has a really yeah. good beginning too. Scream Four. Yes, that is one of the best. And it's my favorite killer movie. I won't yeah. say that. How does it? Which name, one is that one? It's... How does the beginning? The beginning uh, is like they're uh, showing all the different stab movies. Oh yeah. yeah. It tricks you. It basically yeah. thinks it's the beginning of the real movie, but it's the beginning of the stab yeah. movie. Is this the one where they're in the movie? No, that's three. Game? That's oh. three. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Uh, I remember it, but I, I wanted to revisit it because I, I'm very when much they not... when they reveal the killer Ben, tell me like, oh, I know this guy, or it's like who's okay, this? Okay. I think you told me that, you asked me that. Like, <laughs> let me know if you actually knew who the killer was, because yeah, no, um, when they reveal it, because when yeah, I, yeah, I watched that, rewatched that, I was like, wait, who's this guy? <laughs> I, I totally forgot who is it. Oh, yeah, I'll let when you they know. showed the face, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. Where you're like, oh, oh, you okay? Um, speaking of Scream, um, the one I'm going to add is uh, the Kings. Um, oh. The Sacramento Kings, uh, the basketball team um, from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. I, I added them last year, I think because of the beam. I mostly added them. But this year, I think I hinted. Wait, they had the beam? Yeah. Last year? Yeah, they did. Like uh, Last year, as in like, oh, towards yeah, the end November, towards October. Yes, yeah. 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 Um, I think I hinted that I think that was this was going to be the year they're gonna, you know, uh, go all the way. Yeah, go all, not all the way, but at least reach the playoff and end their 16, 17 year old drought, uh, which they did. And then uh, with that, they had a lot of accolades, like um, uh, the coach won Coach of the Year. Um, Darren De'Aaron Fox won Clutch Player of the Year. Um, Sabonis won, like, I think he had the most, most double rebounds doubles. of the year. Yeah, most rebounds. 
Uh, they were the per third game. place. Most rebounds per game. Per not, game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was in throughout the whole year. <laughs> well, no, no. He is. he was he had the most rebounds through the whole year. Oh, okay. Because yeah. He, yeah, he averaged like twelve a year. Yeah. Something I like wish that. he averaged a lot during the playoffs, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was it Looney? Uh, <laughs> I think Looney's the one. <laughs> like I think you're right. Yeah. He was like and twenty-two then, um, or yeah, something. They were like third seed in the West. They were Pacific Division champions. Uh they scored a record high points per game in NBA history. There's a lot. And then like uh, Monty McNair, who's the general manager, also won like uh, executive of the year by putting the team together. Uh, so they did, they achieve a lot, even though they ultimately didn't go to like, you know, the finals and whatnot. But I think that's everyone's expectation was just for them. Oh no. I think they surprised everyone's expectation by going to the playoffs. Cause I don't think anyone expected that. Uh, that's why I'm going to put them on the list. I think it was exciting. It brought the city sort of together in a sense of like, there's something we could, you know, be excited about. Uh, I think one of the, the few, huh? This this year, this season is the most time to ever watch a Kings game live. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like in person, yeah. three times. Yeah, uh, that's usually like I try to watch like one or two games a, a season only. Mm. <laughs> so uh, we watch about seven, I think. Wow. And then, yeah. And then the, yeah, then the oh, no, eight altogether because the playoff, the first game of the, the first game, game one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, can't wait for next season. Uh, I think it's exciting for the. T- I was gonna say like. Because this is the only major sports team we have uh, when it comes to like the four major leagues like MLB, NFL, um, WWE, um, PFT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Sacramento is like the one that uh, uh, Sacramento Kings are the only one here that exists in Sacramento. Uh, I don't want to say that like the Sac Republic isn't like a major league. I think it's not technically because it's not mm. in the major leagues in soccer. I don't even know. I I have no idea. I have no idea. (laughs) Did you know it's like the middle of the season right now? I didn't even know that. So for Sac Republic, (laughs) but they're actually the number one team right now in their in their conference. uh, (laughs) Let's go reach for them, light the beam for them. Yeah, I don't know what what would be equivalent like to a beam, but with grass. Um, Mow the lawn. Mow Mow the lawn, lawn. or uh, turn on the sprinklers. How would you do that? Um, Get off my lawn. Yeah, get out my lawn. We have a shotgun and we're old and old white man. But yeah, I'm putting them on the list. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's exciting for next year. Um, They might be again on the list next year. They pull through to like more than just the first round. Mm, Do you have a favorite boy? Uh, Keegan Murray. Uh, Mm. He's kind of quiet. There's this video going around where they ask all the players what their favorite animal or something. Oh, no. Oh, really? Would you trade places with animals or something? And then he's. Would trade places with animals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. It was just, he just had a funny answer. I'll I'll send it to you guys, uh, the video. But he had just a funny answer. Uh, Like his reaction was funny. Like he enjoyed the question. Yeah. He has like like, this dorkiness to him. That's why I think people like him. Every time they do the defensive player of the game thing, the picture, I'm always trying to find his face. In all the pictures, he's always smiling and standing like upright. <laughs> he's yeah, not yeah. like he's not bending over, showing the fours or anything like that. He's yeah. always just smiling and upright. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's the one, and he's also a twin. That's why I like him. Twins, twins recognize twins. In Wait, he's game. a twin? I didn't yeah, know that his, he was a twin. His brother's coming to the NBA next year. Now they can't technically draft him because they don't have draft picks because they've been to the playoffs. So 
they could try to get him somehow. I have no idea how they could. That, that would be crazy if twins are playing in Sacramento. And yeah. then we both buy the uh, jerseys and we're like, look at us, we're twins. I mean, I have, ha- have there been twins? Right have there been twins in NBA? Yes. Uh, the Lopez. There's two the centers. Huh? On the same team? Yes. They, they were oh. on the same team and they traded one. Uh, it was the Bucks, the Milwaukee oh, Bucks. Uh, one of the I brothers is still there. And the other brothers in Brooklyn right now, but they were they they they're look fraternal, exactly they're identical they? twins. They're too. identical. They look so fraternal though. Brooks type in yeah. Brooks twins. I guess I guess one just keeps their hair longer. Yeah, that's so it. one just keeps their hair long. <laughs> they're fraternal um, or paternal? They're 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 identical. They're identical. identical. So no, whatever the opposite. Oh okay. Identical oh, isn't the word for that. Okay. No, no. I think I think that's a like a, a layman's, but there's paternal oh. and fraternal. Oh, okay. Paternal it feels like parent, but I don't. Know. Wait, one of them's hella taller than the other one. I don't know which one is it, but me too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's weird. Is there's it. so many pictures of them. Sorry, but they're all in different jerseys. <laughs> they start with the Bucks, but then it goes from like New Jersey to yeah, they, Phoenix they, um... to Cavs to Chicago. Like they just go to different teams. Well, one of them is still in the Bucks, so it's the twin that goes. The other, I forget the other guy's. Uh, um, but there's one the, picture. Oh, Robin. Robin's the one that always moves to different. Okay, but there's uh, a picture here with New Jersey and Phoenix. Oh, never mind. I don't know where. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know I don't know how old this picture is, but it's. Uh, it they've shows been in them. the league for a while now. They're, they've been in the league for like twelve years. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's identical. the freaking awesome list of twenty twenty three. We those are the first three. So can't wait to add more with our guests. Um, before we go, John and Audrey, where can they find you online? Uh, you can w- watch us on date night plays as we roam around the streets in Street Fighter Six <laughs> demo. Be that's how the game is now. You just roam around the streets, <laughs> bless you, and then uh, you just fight random people that are lower level than you and show them that <laughs> you're the king of the streets. Apparently, that game is weird to me. That is it doesn't game feel is so like weird. a Street Fighter. No, no. Game so at all. that that part alone felt weird, and then. When we did fight, yeah, it felt like a Street Fighter game when it was Ryu versus Kevin or whatever that Kevin. Luke. I think his name is Luke. Uh, but other than that, it is only weird can... that they take away their shoes, though. Like the it is that world how M Bison yeah. took, are big. how yeah. M Bison's whole thing is just taking people's shoes away. Yeah, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check that video out. It's out right now, uh, and that's where I open the Apex packs too. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bejonabai. You can find all of us on thefreakingawesome.com. You can become a patron off of there for no less than a dollar. This helps us offset the cost of running the website and podcast. But if you can't do that, please support, listen, subscribe, rate us, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now. Also, you can follow us on The Freaking Awesome on TikTok. Um, once again, thank you again to CSA Chow for producing. Uh, thank you to John for editing and creating the cool little videos and social media. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. If you want to email us, it's at contacts at thefreakingawesome.com. I forgot to mention that. Um, but thank you for listening. Everyone have a good week. Be safe. Uh, thank you. Um, Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast. <laughs>